following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This, this is Mick Shots, streaming live on DallasCowboys.com and the official Dallas Cowboys app. Now, here are Bill Jones, Everson Walls, and Mickey Spagnola. Okay, is the last show before a game, isn't it? Yes, it is. It's the Eagles coming to town, right? Fly, Eagles, fly. And we're not playing that song. Yes, yeah. here we go. There we go. Yes, tis the season. Tis the season to beat the Eagles on Christmas Eve at AT&T Stadium. We're live inside the SWBC podcast studio. Bill Jones, Mickey Spagnola, Everson Walls has decided to take off early for Christmas, apparently. But he's given us his picks to click on Saturday. And Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays to all of you as we get you set for a Christmas weekend in Arlington. Was Everson scared of the snow or? What? I don't I think the cold, blustery conditions outside. In fact, I was wondering what producer supreme Chris Beam was gonna play. We have to play Stampede, but yesterday we he was trying to play Christmas music. It didn't sound like Christmas music. I have Christmas music, and that's what it was on until I, <laughs> I have to scroll down. Until Bill tried producing. Yeah, right? here, here, here you go, Matt. Here you go. This is jingle bells, apparently. I can okay. hear it a little bit. Sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't really get you fired up for football, but yeah, it's yeah. a little mellow. Uh-huh. Although I found an interesting station on the way, maybe home the other day. It was holiday. Do, maybe we need that as a bed for Mickey's stories about his station he's listening to. That was a uh, music holi- bed. Holiday soul. Holiday Soul. I, I would like that. So, uh, can I find that on Ray Sirius? Charles, uh, Channel 49. Okay. All right. Very good. Yeah. It was uh, interesting, some of the, the names they came up with, because basically, I don't know if any of the soul singers are singing Christmas songs mm-hmm. these days, but back in the day, they did. Mahalia Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Good uh, stuff there. My daddy's favorite. Della Fitzgerald. All right, uh, and but I was, you know, what I was singing on my way in today. What's that, Bill? Oh, the weather outside <laughs> is frightful. <laughs> Do we get in trouble for that if I sing it, uh, Chris? No. I don't think so. I don't okay. think that's a recording. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, th- I think I think those are like. Uh, it should be a recording. Yeah. And, and now it is a recording, as a matter of fact. And we will once again say because I'm not sure what's going to happen on Friday or Saturday, but. There's a roof over the game on Saturday. And the windows, the doors will be shut. And the doors will be shut. <laughs> the roof will be shut. Uh, we yeah. can't help you on the way into the stadium, though. That's right. And 71 you... degrees when you get there. Yep. Uh, yeah, but uh, for those of you outside the area right now, and the Blue Norther struck about uh, 9 o'clock this morning. Oh, actually, 8 o'clock this eight. morning is when uh, – 
I, I was batting down the hatches. I uh, put my coverings on the faucets outside, and as soon as I did that, here came the wind. So you think that's the reason why when I left the house at 9.30, my newspaper wasn't on the driveway? <laughs> the weather right now here in Frisco, Texas, is it's 19 degrees and windy. And it was when I woke up, it was probably in the 40s. And so it has dropped. Uh, it quickly dropped from 45 to in the 20s uh, in the 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock hour this morning. And right now we're sitting at 19 degrees here. And I'm just hoping my freeze protection on my pool's working. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Same here. Uh huh. And, um, and it's supposed to continue like this into Saturday. And yeah. it's supposed to get down to Eight. the low. It says here the low today will be 11, and then tomorrow you say it gets down to 8 yes. on Saturday morning. Yes. But it's supposed to warm up a little bit during the day. So does and, and the wind, I think the wind uh, advisory, the wind chill advisory, uh, last I saw is through tomorrow mid-afternoon or something like that and so maybe the wind will die down a little bit that's what makes it really difficult i went out this morning to take care of some pool stuff and it was cold Mm -hmm. with that wind blowing yes absolutely so i was looking ahead to the tennessee game to see what the temperature was gonna be that on the thursday night game Uh Mm -hmm. and i was explaining to my wife i was like it's great it's gonna be like you know high in the 50s low in like the 30s she's like well this weekend for the game, it's going to be this degree. I said, honey, I don't know if you've noticed, but there's a dome in our stadium now, so I don't really care about that. And there's no dome in Tennessee. That's in, uh, there's no, until uh, 2026 now, I think. They're oh. going to build an, over They just it, got approved today, Mick. To oh, really? Yes, I saw that come across Breaking the news. Breaking news. New stadium or just a, a, a new stadium a with, a, oh. uh, with a roof? Wow. Everybody wants a Super Bowl nowadays. That's right. Mm-hmm. Does Buffalo want one, or do they want 10 inches of snow during the game? They're going to do 10 inches of snow during the game. Okay. And so, uh, elsewhere around, uh, in fact, you got an outdoor game this week uh, in, in the United States of America, and it's going to affect your fantasy football team. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or your college football team. Tonight. We, we got a game tonight. I, well, yeah, that's right. And there's probably games every day the, the rest of the but week. But there's a game tonight in Fort Worth. The Baylor Bears. Oh, that's right. The Armed play Forces. Air Force. The Armed Forces Bowl. It's on the TCU campus, and so we're talking right now. It's 19 degrees, and no telling what's going to be at 6:30 tonight when they kick off. Went to that game last year, by the way. Oh, well, maybe you should go this year. No, sit out, think... out, sit outside, Mickey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, we got some breaking news from Philadelphia this morning. We know, or do we know, who's going to start at quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles? Nick Sirianni announcing that it appears that Gardner Minshew will be the starting quarterback. Yeah, I I think if you were trying to pull a fast one, you don't do it this way. They'd come out and lie and go, oh, you know what? Uh, You know, immaculate recovery, right? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the anniversary of the Immaculate Reception, uh, tomorrow it is, right? The That's 23rd. right, the 23rd. That's right. So, uh, yeah, it looks like Minshew will start uh, for the Eagles. I mean, that was just that was just logical, right? They've got too much, you know, to uh, put on the line to play one game when you know you're in the playoffs and you've got the best record and all you got to do is win one more game and you can't let your – 
emotions take over and go, well, we ain't losing to them Cowboys. We're going to put our best players out there. I think you have to be reasonable, and it sounds like they are. And um, so uh, Gardner Minshew, who last started for the Eagles, when? Uh Two years oh for the, last, Cow- the Cowboys game. Cowboy game final in, game of the season, right? Last last season. Yeah. That's right. 51-26 final score. Yeah. But need I mean, they didn't need to win that game, right? They got into the playoffs with a nine and eight record. Eight record, right. Yep. So they were they were already in. They were I think they were resting up guys, I think is as I remember. So, yeah, uh, at least the Cowboys will know where the quarterback is. He should be in the pocket, and he's probably not running 17 times in the game, which will make it somewhat easier. Uh, But, again, uh, that pass rush needs to get going somehow, some way. Can't have go through uh, having problems in at your cornerback position and then have one sack in the the past two games. That's got to get better. And uh, by the way, uh, since Producer Supreme has sent it to me, the Nashville Metro Council approved the term sheet for a $2.1 billion domed Tennessee Titans stadium. The step likely ensures that the new stadium will be open by 2026 with a few final votes in the coming months. So that's that story. Think about this. When the Cowboys built their new stadium, AT&T, that was 2009. Was when opened. it opened. opened. Yes. And the price tag was over $2 billion. Everybody was just aghast. Now, every stadium that's built is more than $2 billion, right? Mm-hmm. They were just ahead of their time. And now the Cowboys are I doing. It was $1 billion at the time. Well, I think it got to $2 billion, though. It, it was a pro in. Jerry made investments that went beyond it. Yes. Uh, I think it got up to 1.5 or something like that. I don't that. think it hit two because the Meadowlands was two, and we're all like, man, they don't even have a roof here. So, mm-hmm. or, or a big video board. So, yeah, it, it climbed up there, and everybody was aghast. Oh, how could they spend that much money on a stadium? Well, now that's what they cost. And, and more. And Thirteen years into it, that's when you make uh, some improvements as well right, right. with technology. And when you have a video board like that, there's enhancements that you make. Yeah, you were probably at 2G back then. Now you got to get to 5G or Isn't whatever. Isn't it amazing how what, quickly time flies? It's whatever 13 years. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know because the stadium doesn't seem old, right? No. Because there's a lot of stadiums out there that were 20 years old and they were time to – Get a new one, right? Well, and here's the other thing: is we're not affected by this cold weather right now. But at Texas Stadium, when it got to 19 degrees, it felt like 19 degrees in that place, and and the pipes froze. Mm-hmm. My famous story on that last game of the '89 season, when uh, it got so cold, uh, they had to shut down the bathrooms because the pipes froze, and so they. Finished it off, losing their 15th game of the 1-15 in season. And my esteemed colleague at the Times, Herald, Frank Lexa, said, yeah, this season was so bad they couldn't even flush it down the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of those where, why did I think of that, right? (laughs) 
That's why Luxa was Luxa. Yeah. Lots of Luxa. Absolutely. All right. Bring me up to speed on uh, what we know after Mike McCarthy addressed the media this So um, Mike Parsons is back in the building. So it looks like he's good to go with whatever illness he had. And you know darn well that, um, you know, he was going to play in this game, even though he came down with the illness early in the week. He probably played through it on Sunday. Uh, So uh, that's good news. It sounds like that maybe um, Luke Gifford will get some defensive snaps and not just be a special teams uh, player. Um, We did find out that they're hopeful that – Jake Ferguson will clear the concussion protocol today, uh, so we'll see where where that goes. And I think we talked about it earlier in the week. You know, he's like their best blocking tight end, and I think mm-hmm. they missed him over these uh, last some couple critical of days. plays. Yeah, some critical critical plays. Uh, and then <clears throat> they are sorting through what they're going to do at the cornerback position. I think we talked about it uh, yesterday. And the day before, as a matter of fact, about, hey, Deron Bland's played the second most snaps of active cornerbacks this season. Just put him at left. And uh, I think you mentioned that um, Mackenzie Alexander has been a slot corner. Uh, so that, that seems to be the easiest thing to do. We'll see what the, what goes on. Assuming but, that Mackenzie Alexander is ramped up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, he, he should be, right? He's been playing. Uh, all season, is it? No, oh, no, no, that's no, no. Mullen. That's Mullen. That's yeah, Mullen. and right. Alexander was yeah. actually with the Dolphins in the preseason. Right. He was signed late, and then he injured his groin, went on injured reserve, and then they um, uh, he was released off injured reserve um, at the cutdown date, basically. And so he wasn't with the team, right. and so he did have a groin injury that he was coming yeah. back from, and that's why he was not with another team. So until they would now. have to elevate him. From the practice Uh, squad. the practice squad, if that's the way they go. But they would have to elevate another corner anyway uh, to help out. And, you know, Kelvin Joseph. And you know what? This might not be all that bad. I think they miss Kelvin Joseph on special teams. And so he'll probably go back to his regular uh, job that he's had there. So that's good to go. And then I think um, T.Y. Hilton maybe – Maybe get some snaps. Uh, I'm not sure if it's this week, but I would think for sure Thursday night in Tennessee. Uh, so we'll see where – if the ghost appears, as I found out, it was his nickname in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah? yeah. The ghost. The ghost, because he said, one minute I'm here and the next minute I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> I love his confidence. He, uh, he's pretty funny, actually. Um, so, yeah, so from a you know roster standpoint and – I would imagine they continue uh, with Tyron Smith at right tackle, and my guess is there's no more rotation there. He's he's in mm-hmm. good. I mean, he played 54 snaps, um, so uh, I would imagine he could play 20 more. Yeah, uh, and I think he he's the guy there. And um, you know, as as they continue to say, it's great. You know, you, unfortunately, you lose Terrence Steele, but you're going to put a gold jacket in there and. Um, as we uh, found out from, uh, and we can talk about the Pro Bowlers, but uh, with Zach Martin uh, being selected for his eighth time 
uh, tying Tyron Smith for the second most Pro Bowls by a Cowboys uh, offensive lineman. Only Larry Allen with more, with 10. Um, that tells you the level that they would have on the right side of that line, assuming Tyron's playing at his Pro Bowl former level, to have those two guys next to each other. And as I said yesterday, all I know, it was quite a sight to see Tyron and Zach pulling to their left together. Mm-hmm. Not a good sign for the defensive end over there. All right, let's get into the Pro Bowl stuff and much more as we're just getting started here on Mix Shots, and we'll have our picks to click coming up uh, later in the show as well. And Mix Shots continues in just a moment. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh, she's doing great. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, Can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? (sighs) Great job, honey! Oh. Oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. (sighs) Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. What do you call a group of grown men and women with their faces painted silver and blue who get together every week to share a three-hour-long ritual of jumping, sinking, and toasting Miller Lite and 10-gallon hats while yelling, how about them cowboys? You call it Miller Time in Dallas. Here's to the cowboys. Here's to the original light beer. It's Miller Time. Celebrate responsibly. 2021 Miller Brewing Company, Fort Worth, Texas. Back, back, back. Bill, here's your chance. Get your holiday photo with Santa at the Star, <laughs> presented by Monument Realty. Santa Claus will be at his Cowboys-themed cottage in the Star District across from Ascension through December 24th. So you better hurry. You only have a couple days left. Visit thestardistrict.com slash Santa for more information. Vicky nodding in approval Very nice. of this music. It's not the Boston Pops, but it's pretty darn good. <laughs> Producer Supreme getting better as we get closer and closer to the arrival of Santa Claus. He's digging deep into the closet. <laughs> By the way, I um, I saw St. Nick last night, and I considered uh, 
making a visit to see him. Uh, there was too long of a line. You know where I went out last here? night? No, oh. I wasn't out here. He had come. I, I guess he had he had. I guess been here, and then he ventured over to the Gaylord, and I was over at the Gaylord last night. We went to ICE. Oh, did at you? At the Gaylord that with uh, what's that, Chris? We did that too last night. Not last. Night. Oh, okay. But yeah, we, we it's uh, it's an adventure over there. I've yeah, never, never done very, that. It was it was it. it was nice. Yeah, ice was nice. And was it cold? It was cold. It prepared <laughs> for this morning's wintry weather that came in. Uh, but uh, two grandsons and they enjoyed it. And uh, but it, but I went over. It brought back memories of our legend show. Uh, or actually, yeah, it was yeah, a legend show that we there. used to do for yeah. several years there at the Gaylord. And, um, and you know, what Santa Claus used to be, yeah. still the same spot same there, spot. right in front of the restaurant where we uh, would do the legend show there yeah, at the Gaylord. There's, there's sports. Uh, so if you're coming into town, I highly recommend it. And um, you have to have tickets, um, yep. but um, you have to have tickets for everything in life. So, uh, but. And it was a good crowd of people there. Uh, but if you're coming in, go yeah. go out there and check it out. There you go. We're going to go see it. And it's a, it's a warm place to go. <laughs> it is. I mean, that's that's a big thing. If you're coming into town for the game, you, know, you can park there. At, there's a, plenty of parking there. You go in the Gaylord, and you can spend the entire evening and, and enjoy it. Or you can it's come. like a city in, in, in itself. It's so big. You can come to the Star and take a tour. That, yeah, you We're going to go see uh, Santa across from Ascension today, actually. The children are going over there. Very good. So got in before he left. Good, good. You know, Santa's got a very busy schedule coming up. And yes. not hope he dresses warmly. Well, that's he was the, booked on Saturday, I heard. Well, that's the problem. The problem for Santa on Christmas when when you when when Christmas Day falls on a Sunday, and the NFL schedules how many games are scheduled for what twelve games scheduled on Saturday Christmas Eve, I believe, and and you're gonna starting tonight. Yeah, Jacksonville and the 13. Jets tonight. Oh yeah, you're right. And there's three games. Actually, there's a game Monday night, and then there's three games on Sunday. Right. And then one game tonight. Eleven. So eleven games on Saturday, so and what? you're going to see him if you watch every single game on Saturday. You are going to see him at every game. Right. It's amazing He's how he get gets around. around. He gets around. Boy. And then there's a Sunday, there's a Saturday night game. That slays pretty fast. And so he's gonna not gonna get done with that game until what, eleven o'clock, nearly midnight, and then he's gotta make his rounds. So what 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 Bill's trying to say for Saturday <laughs> and Sunday, if relatives are coming over to the house, they better like football. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Nonstop. All right, uh, seven Cowboys Pro Bowlers, and do uh, you want to run them down? I'll do it real quick. I'm sure it's not a secret since it came out last night about, what, 7 o'clock? It's something like that. Uh, Zach Martin, Demarcus Lawrence, Trayvon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Micah Parsons, Tony Pollard, Cavante Turpin. So you had three defensive players, Parsons for the second time, Diggs second time, D-Law for the third time in his career, three offensive players, as Mickey mentioned, Zach for the eighth time in his career, CD for the second time, Tony Pollard for the first time, and Cavante Turpin for the first time as a rookie. And you know, specialist. you know, a lot of times when these things happen and a cowboy gets selected and everybody's like, well, it's all those cowboy fans voting. Well, the cowboys 
did not get that many votes from the fans to propel them into the Pro Bowl. Parsons so, did, Martin did. That's it. They I were think, the leaders, right? Yep. And and so what took place is the coach and player votes put these guys over the top, especially somebody like Demarcus Lawrence, uh, who wasn't at the top of the charts in sacks, and somebody didn't just vote and say, well, there's the sack leaders. I'm going to vote for that guy, that guy, and that guy. Uh, Shows the respect that coaches and players have for D-Law and what he does, his overall game. Right, because if you look at, you know, his numbers as a a defensive end – uh, he's been pretty darn good against the run. Uh, he's got a lot of quarterback pressures, uh, six sacks. Uh, so I think that some somebody looked and recognized how well he was playing. The 50, 50, I'll tell you what, 50 tackles for a defensive lineman is huge. Uh, if, if you look how well he's played against the run, uh, has six tackles for loss and 36 quarterback pressures along with two forced fumbles, two recovered fumbles, and I believe one of those was for a touchdown against the Rams. Was that right? So, yeah. So the respect I think these players got from opponents uh, was the reason why, you know, everybody talks about, you know, okay, C.D. Lamb, but he wasn't top two or three in receptions in the league, but he was awfully good, and he had big effects on games. And so he got votes. Same thing with Trayvon Diggs. All he's got is three interceptions, so it wasn't like everybody just looked at the interceptions and voted. They understand who was giving them problems. Same thing with Tony Pollard. Um, Now, he... Assuming he has a nice day on Saturday, he's going to have a thousand-yard season as a basically shared position at running back. And his yards from scrimmage is up there among the league leaders. Right. When you can count rushing yards and receiving yards, and then Cavante Turpin, uh, for a guy to make the Pro Bowl without a return for a touchdown. It shows the respect that he has from coaches in this league and how they, uh, from a special team standpoint, have had to game plan uh, with Turpin on the field. And I was looking at those stats, and so he's seventh in kickoff returns, uh, averaging 23.7, and he's tied for... uh, Seventh in the league. In the league. What is he in the conference? Uh... Well, you got the list there? I didn't look at the conference. There you go. You got, let me see the list. I've got the punt returns. Uh, punt returns, he's sixth. Let me see the list. All right. It doesn't look like uh, Who's ahead of him? <laughs> in, the, in the NFL, uh, in kickoff returns, uh, Nwangu. It, it, uh, that's an NFC player. Right. Uh, Nixon, Green Bay. That's two. Uh, Gibson, Washington. That's three. And then Turpin is the next So he's the NFC. fourth NFC. Right. Yep. And then in uh, punt, punt returns. returns uh, Khalif Raymond from Detroit's one ahead of him. He's second. Okay. Uh, Williams, Atlanta. Okay. And then Turpin. So he's third. So, so he's third in punt returns in the conference, fourth in kickoff returns. But the only one that's top seven in both categories. Yeah. So that tells that, you that, the respect he has. Yeah. And good for him. 
I mean, we're talking about a guy that wasn't on a roster. Well, here's the other thing is, it's great that you have a kick return for a touchdown. That raises your average quite a bit. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, and and I, I didn't look right away. So there, there's been only, how about this, NFL kickoff returns? Only one for a touchdown so far. Among the, the 16 guys that are listed here. And you know why he, uh, the guy from Minnesota is number one? Had a 97-yard return mm-hmm. for a touchdown. He's actually from, also from Frisco, Texas. Is he really? Yep, Frisco kid. Which high school? Do you remember? I'll say it's Heritage. Frisco Heritage High School. Okay, I, and I'll believe you. And on punt returns, only two have been for touchdowns. Raymond and is it Marvin Jones, New England? Uh, no, that's Marcus Jones. Marcus Jones. Rookie out okay. of Houston. Yeah. Uh, he's very good. And that was 84 yards, so that jacked up his average, right? Yeah, but uh, he's he's legit. Right? Yeah. And 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 Wangu is too. Uh, I mean, they're he's he's a kid that played at Iowa State and a very good special teams yeah. player for the Vikings. I just think it takes nothing away from him, but it, it does show the respect yeah, that Turpin has exactly. where uh, teams trying to punt away from him, kick away from him, you know. Uh you know, the other thing, you know, Maher has had a very nice season for the Cowboys. And one of the things that he's done very well is kick the ball through the end zone where you don't have returns on kickoffs. I mean, he's up there. He has more touchbacks than any kicker in the league, and his touchback percentage, I think, is second in the league. But the guy that uh, ended up being selected from Seattle, um, where are the kickers here? Uh, Myers. Jason Myers. So in the NFC... Uh, he's first in points scored with 115, and his conversion on field goals, 26 of 27. Mars, 23 of 26, but only one miss was less than 59 yards. What's, what's Maher? Do you have Maher uh, over 50-plus yards? Uh, he has um, – he's getting ready to – Hang on a second. Oh, you can I, find it in there. I got it right here. Um, he has made nine of 11 field goals from 50-plus. Uh, that's the most 50-yard field goals in a single season in Cowboys history. And if he makes one more 50-yarder, he will tie for the most in a single season in NFL history, uh, which is 10. Well, that's telling when two of your three misses are from beyond 50 yards. Right. Both so, 59. Right. And Brandon McManus in 2020, Justin Tucker in 2016, and Blair Walsh in 2012 are tied with the 10 uh, 50 plus yard field goals in a single season. So that tells you where Maurer was. This other guy, um, you know, maybe he. he he didn't try 59-yarders. You know, if Maher didn't try two 59-yarders, his percentage would be uh, the same. All right. Uh, let's dive into Cowboys-Eagles, and we'll make our uh, picks to click and picks for the game uh, when we come back here on Mix Shots. We paid how much for those lessons? Shh. She's doing great. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, can you pass me a Pepsi Zero Sugar? <sighs> great job, honey. Oh. oh, look at that. That's not the end. No way. Now it's time for the encore. You know what? You're right. Five times? 
Not enough times. For everyone who traded in rock concerts for their kids' recitals, you've compromised enough. Pepsi Zero Sugar. That's what I like. <sighs> Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. You hear that? I'm a torrential downpour. Torrential? What's that even mean? It means you can't see out of your windshield. And if you have the wrong car insurance, you might have to make it rain to fix your bumper. So switch to Allstate, save money, and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. The Medal of Honor is our country's highest military award for valor in combat. More than 40 million individuals have served in the armed forces since the Civil War. Fewer than 4,000 have received the Medal of Honor. The National Medal of Honor Museum will be a place to preserve these legacies and inspire America. It's being built right next door to the Dallas Cowboys in Texas. Help us honor our country's greatest heroes. Learn more and get involved at mohmuseum.org. The season is finally here. For months, we've been gearing up to win. Now it's time for the team that performs on any field, United Ag and Turf. With John Deere zero turns for mowing, compact tractors for loading, mini excavators for digging, Gator utility vehicles for hauling, implements for grading, hay tools for baling, United Ag and Turf for winning. The official Ag and Turf equipment supplier of the Dallas Cowboys. Visit unitedagandturf.com for more. Back, back, to mixed shots. Kate Post Roofing and Waterproofing, proud partner of the Dallas Cowboys. From corporate homes to your home, have your roof checked by choice, not by chance. Call now, 214-225-4860, kpostcompany.com. All right. Oh, we got, we got another Christmas song there. Got another Christmas song? Maybe. Maybe. There we go. This is Christmas Memories, it's called. Christmas Memories. Christmas Memories. Man, this will get you fired up for the game. (laughs) Fired up for a holiday weekend. All right, let's move on. Everybody's hanging up on us. (laughs) Hang up. (laughs) I did Deck the Halls remix and you didn't like it. So Deck the Halls. (laughs) Yeah, see, here's a Deck the Halls remix. That's much better than whatever that last thing was you played. <laughs> Poor Chris. Is that better? That's better. A limited, yes. A limited, limited library. library. <laughs> there you go. Okay, I can't wait for Old Lang Syne next week. Um, Mickey. That's funny, Bill. Yes. Cowboys Bill. and the Eagles. And what is your biggest concern facing this Philadelphia Eagles team? Um... Even though Jalen Hurts isn't there, Gardner Minshew can throw the ball down the field. So I want to see that uh, they get this defense somewhat settled heading towards the playoffs. Um, like I said, um, in in my opinion, you put Bland out on the corner. Uh, that replaces the injured Anthony Brown, who, by the way, I saw yesterday uh, at the locker room. He was on his little kneel-down scooter, and he seemed to be in 
somewhat better spirits uh, that you can have. He's, he's, he was just like, I just can't believe the timing of this, meaning, you know, the team's ready to go to the playoffs and, um, you know, and he won't be able to play. So we'll see if they take care of that position because one of the problems they've had, we talked about it yesterday, was giving up big pass plays of late, especially these last two games. So uh, they got to get that settled heading towards the playoffs when they're going to play much better quarterbacks um, in the first and if they make it second round for sure. You know, and I said it at the time, when the Eagles acquired uh, Minshew and via trade with Jacksonville, mm-hmm. which was August of last year, uh, right at the end of training camp last year, that it was a shrewd move by Philadelphia to um, – obviously, Jacksonville had Trevor Lawrence and Minshew – had been a veteran guy who had started 12 games in 2019. He started another eight games the previous year in 2020. Um, and it's insurance for – and at that time, nobody knew what Jalen Hurts was going to turn out to be, you know. Uh, in fact, it was – meant you probably looked at it, hey, I'm competing for the starting job here. Right. Now Hurts is taking control of it, and he's on an MVP pace this year. But you look at Minshew's career in Jacksonville – and in 29, the, the thing that stands out to me is he has protected the football. Um, in his career, he has 41 touchdown passes and only 12 interceptions. And um, so that says a lot. And playing on some bad teams in Jacksonville, right. too. Um, so I don't know that it's, uh, I don't, obviously, they can't, they aren't, can't do the same things offensively that they can do with Jalen Hurts' ability to run the football, but he is a competent backup quarterback uh, for the Eagles. And uh, to your point, uh, the concern for the Cowboys is that cornerback position and then also uh, stopping their run game right. even without Hurts. And, 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 and the fact that Van Der Esch isn't playing. Yeah, exactly. and, and Jonathan Hankins has been out and going to be out a little bit more. Now, I think they're hopeful that – um, since next week's a short week, he gets back Vanderesh for the Washington game and then ready to go into the playoffs. So they're not going to push it. Uh, and this also probably means that uh, Tennessee, Micah, by the way, can run the football yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> Micah, Micah Parsons will maybe play a little bit more linebacker, um, and a lot of that depends on Dorrance Armstrong, his health. And we'll see, because he's been limited all week, we'll see where that one goes. And the maturation of Sam Williams and how much, um, you know, because he's going to have to play more if Dorrance Armstrong and Michael Parsons playing linebacker. So we'll see. It'll be interesting to see how they divvy up Parsons' snaps, where exactly where he's at. Because you put him at defensive end and like I said yesterday the lot that Jacksonville put the running back to that side they put the tight end uh, not tight to the line of scrimmage but several yards wider but if he was going to rush to the outside then the tight end could chip him and you know as Mike McCarthy keeps saying that's going to be his life getting chipped uh, the rest of his career what about against the Eagles defense um, Which, by the way, 55 sacks on the season. Yeah, I was going to say, this will test the Cowboys' pass protection. Um, and it'll test it pretty well. So I think 
one of the things that has to happen, and I hate to have coach speak, but they've got to make them respect the run. You know, and teams have scored points on them. It's not like, you know, all their games. Uh, the Packers, what did they? They ended up uh, putting 33 on them. Uh, the Giants had 22. Heck, the Bears scored 20, which is pretty good for the Bears. Uh, now, they're a long way from that season opener when Detroit put 35 on them. Uh, but teams have scored. Uh, you've got to make Washington them. scored 32. Right, and I've, I missed Washington. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, I think you can put some points on them. The, the key thing is do not turn the ball over. It's Christmas time. Don't be sending out <laughs> gifts on Christmas Eve, right, like they did against Jacksonville. Ball's thrown to you, catch it, uh, and protect your quarterback. All right, which brings us to our picks and our pick to click. Yes. And, okay, Everson has participated. He has. He has participated, and in a text message, he has the Cowboys. His pick to click is Sam Williams. He predicts a sack and a tackle for loss for Sam Williams in this game. Well, that's not even if he gets that, that's not winning. <laughs> <laughs> he also picks a Cowboys win of twenty-four to fourteen. All right. So a relatively low-scoring game yeah. for the two. I guess he does realize there is a roof on the stadium. We're not playing in the elements. That's right. Uh huh. And these are two rather high-scoring teams. I um, I'll go next. Um, I'm going Cowboys 27-16. Let me, let me put this in the text so Everson has it. Yes. Mickey, 27-16 Cowboys. And the newly minted Pro Bowl defensive end Demarcus Lawrence will have a big day. On Pro Bowl tackle Lane, Lane Johnson. Johnson. It'll be a nice matchup, won't it? But they'll move him around. And if you notice what they were doing towards the end of that Jacksonville game, uh, they were rushing Lawrence uh, inside at times, Dorrance Armstrong inside. Uh, even I think one time I think I think I saw Fowler with Sam Williams on the outside with Parsons, and then moving Parsons inside too. Uh, so, you know, when you do when you put when you blitz Parsons from inside. They can't sit there and go, we're putting two guys on him, right? You know, because you got problems with the other guys on the outside. So, uh, plus you get a step on the double team if you're coming in over the center. So, uh, but I'm going with Demarcus Lawrence. And uh, by the way, the, speaking of pro bowlers, the Eagles have eight pro bowlers and three of them on the uh, offensive, offensive line. line. And Jason Kelsey, who is really good at center. Landon Dickerson in his second year in the league, he, former Alabama center playing guard for them. And then Lane Johnson, uh, also a, a pro bowler for the Eagles. But you realize, and this may be a product of Hertz running around a lot, they've given up 35 sacks. Mm hmm. So I think that's compared to maybe the Cowboys had 24, maybe. That's off the top of my head. Something like that. Uh, Cowboys. Uh, 19? 19. 19, that's yep, right. That's right. It's 19 sacks the Cowboys have given up on offense. And two of those were last week. Yep. 
And uh, Cowboys at 49 sacks and holding on defense, and the Eagles have been sacking the quarterback left and right here the last three weeks and up all the way up to 55 now. All right, um, here's how I made my pick. Pretty scientific, I understand. It, that's right, yes. With this cold weather blowing in, I decided I need to top off my gas tank and so I stopped at a gas station on the way in, and I said, I'm just going to put 30 bucks in and because it was too cold to stand out there and put any more than that. How many in. gallons did that get you? <laughs> it was, I think it was at 269 a gallon. Anyway. All right. All right. So I stopped it around the $30 mark, <laughs> and it came to 3026. Oh. Cowboys win 30 to 26, the final score. I think that's closer than 24-14 or 27-16 to what this score will be. 30-26. Have you done that before? Am I the only one that does that? If my team has a big game and I'm at the gas station and I've stopped the gas and it's, okay, whatever it lands on, that's going to be the score, like 52-30. to My scientific uh, (laughs) There for a while my scores were in the 80s. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Mine are when I wake up the day we have to do the picks and a number pops in my head immediately. Uh, that's that's your and that's what I go yeah. with. Does it work with the lottery? Uh, has not so has far. Not so far because yeah. I'm still here. All right, so my pick to click. Yes, against this Eagles defense that gets to the quarterback. Cowboys are going to figure out a way to get the football out to Tony Pollard. Okay. Get the football out to Tony Pollard in space. And the first-time Pro Bowler, Tony Pollard, is going to shine on Couple Christmas touchdowns? Eve afternoon. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. Yeah. I want to see that, that pitch out to yep. the left. And you saw the different things that they were doing with both um, <clears throat> Pollard and Zeke on yes. the field At against the same, Jacksonville. Same time. Short week, you have a little bit of that same stuff in your um, game plan this week, right? So, and it's something that they didn't. I mean, they're not just inserting, right? They've right, been that's part doing of it. it. Yeah, that's... and it gives Philadelphia less time to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. Same thing next week for Tennessee, by the way. Yeah, that's right. Thursday night game. So there you go. All right. All right, that this does is, it. Uh, does it for us for the week? Uh, yep, right? and we will be back next. Of course, with a Thursday game, it's a travel day on Wednesday, so and we so next Monday, week Tuesday. and travel back basically on Friday, yeah. and so. Um, no, we'll be back on Friday. We'll be back on Friday, but we won't be on the air on Friday. Oh, I don't they've think. already canceled. Well, I don't know. No. It's Monday next week. You guys are Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Oh, we are Friday. Okay, yeah. all right. I may not be Friday. It depends on the coach's show. Oh. So that's it's all about me. <laughs> or if you go – oh, no, never mind. We'll just drag him in here with you. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, he'll have a long week that week. Yeah, a long yeah. weekend. He can or, practice right. here for what he's going to do on TV. Uh, yeah, that's Correct. a good idea. All right, so Monday, Tuesday for sure, and Friday next right. week. All right, that does it for uh, this week. And mix shots. Have a Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. See you at the game on Sunday and again here on Monday. Same for me. And who's going to say Go Cowboys? I'll do it. Go Cowboys. <laughs> this has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!